You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. Hey, K Dog. <laughs> whoa, 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 dude, whoa. Calm down. What, what in the world got you all upset? Blocking JPay? Ever? Wait a minute. All of your outgoing and incoming e-messages are being blocked? Well, you know, I know there's some... Wow. Okay, so they told you they're blocking them. Well, what are they... You know, this is like freedom of speech. What... Oh, boy, man. You know, that that's one of the things that I don't like about the Department of Corrections. It... It overexerts its authority. You know, it feels that if they feel that it's not right, then they're going to block it. And, you know, there's not too much you can do to fight it. But we need to band together. We need to let those folks know. We need to let the public know that freedom of speech, even for the loved ones, are being suppressed. That's just not right. Well, yeah, 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 it is. It's a constitutional right. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's very frustrating. And, you know, these, a lot of times these these calls and letters and and e-messages, they're, they're a, a lifeline to the outside world. It, it helps build relationships. And that's one of the reasons that we have it. And they're just abusing this. And it's, it's just plain wrong well okay well oh yeah yeah i'll i'll uh, i'll make some calls and uh i'll let your loved ones know definitely oh man this is just yeah it's getting really out of hand i i know there's been some staffing issues and stuff except if they're it's just more or less like they're just doing an umbrella, just blocking everybody's just to save themselves some time. Well, yeah, that's that's true. What can you possibly do in an email? I I can understand, you know, if somebody was harassing you, you know, or, or threatening your uh, loved ones or something like that through email. But, you know, if you're just sending out email to find out what, how they're doing and, and stuff and... Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well. Okay, so you think it's one particular person in the mailroom that's doing this? Is this person have something against Native Americans or? Uh huh. Uh, well, that's the general consensus out here. Is that you're in prison? You knew the the risk of going into prison and you shouldn't have committed the crime. <laughs> no, I don't make the rules. All I'm saying is what I've been hearing. You know, there, there's been some posts on my uh, webpage that's very similar to that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just out of this world. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I do agree. And we are, there's a, there's a group of people that's getting together trying to uh, keep an eye on this. 
And like I tell a lot of people, we need uh, an oversight committee that watches the prison because we've given them way too much power. Yeah, I know. I know. They, you they have can 60 seconds remaining. Practically uh, <laughs> commit murder and get away with it. It's worse than what people are saying that police officers can do. But I guess it's all a matter of perspective. So we just need to get a huge campaign out there to try to help you guys out. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's that, you know, I'm not the only one that supports you in this issue. There's, there's a lot. But let's sure, uh, you, you know. You have 30 seconds remaining. Well, you can call. So call them. Let them know what's going on. And have them call the prison, write letters, talk to their legislators. You're going, yeah, you know, I know, I know. Except it shows that if you do something, you know, you're paying attention. And that's the best we can do. We just got to keep banging on the door. Okay, you have my support, 100%. Okay, welcome to Inmate or AQS Inmate Call. I'm your host, Joel Wilborn, and that was one of my conversations with K Dog. He was very upset because a lot of the uh, emails that he'd been sending out were blocked. And we discussed uh, the abuse of power that a lot of. Uh, DOC agencies have been engaging in. And, you know, this this is a, a good thing in one way because it shows that this is all a matter of uh, control, power. The DOC is trying to exert its authority beyond the walls of the prisons out into the public. And usually when something like that happens, it means you are making some progress. You know, if people are going to hate you, it's because you're doing something. And if people are going to retaliate and uh, put up walls, it means you're making some progress. And so it's not a bad thing. Even though he's upset, for a prison advocate, it's a good thing. You know, and for a revolutionary cause, that's a good thing. And we have to look at our main objective. And they're affecting a lot of people. And people on the outside of the prison, they can they can fight back. They not only can write to uh, their community leaders and um, write to the governor or the president or senators, congressmen, they can also go down and visit these folks' office and they can uh, contact the press. Or, you know, they can get in contact with someone like me that can put information out on YouTube. So it's, it's, it's a good thing for us. It's just that the process a lot of times is frustrating for people. And it's frustrating on both sides because the DOC, they're frustrated because they're being 
discovered and they're fighting back. And when I was in law enforcement, you know, the harder you push a person and the harder they resist, the more likely they are to make a mistake. And I just thrive on the mistakes that the DOC makes. It's uh, a lot of the stuff that they do is recorded, you know, public record is a real good tool for people to keep a, keep tabs on the government. And the more things they have to put on file, the more likely they are to mess up. And then you go through the files and you say, oh, they, you know, they said something. Matter of fact, I was going through a file that was going back and forth between uh, DOC officials. And they described a person as a Hispanic man. I don't remember his name, but he's a Hispanic gentleman. Real nice. Did a good job. And this is an internal email, you know, between DOC officials. And, you know, they didn't have very nice things to say about me either. But I don't know if they're realizing that this is a public record. You know, what what they say in their emails and in their letters to each other, they're also saying to me, And if the people they're talking about or even supposedly complimenting gets into the public file, they're talking to them too. It's really interesting to look at the historical perspective of something like that as well. So I I know there's a side of frustration on all sides, but that's what prison advocates do we stir up trouble to try to get people to react. And once you discover what's going on and you expose it, it's easier to call them out on it. You know, it's kind of hard to do something that's wrong and then when people discover that you're doing it, You know, a lot of TV shows, they'll have a person come out and say, you know, you're, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. I, I killed her because she got in the way and you'll never be able to prove anything. And, you know, and then the, the protagonist pulls out a a cell phone and says, I recorded the whole thing. You know, that's, that right there just blows the top off of everything. And that's a very good tool to use to try to flush out the bad. It's pretty much a guaranteed way to work. Because you try the diplomatic way. You, You talk to folks. You try to reason with them. And if they don't want to reason with you or they have something to hide, they're going to fight back. And the best way to resolve an issue, any issue, is just to talk about it. Communication is very, very important. And... You know, with inmates, life doesn't stop because they go to prison. There's people that still rely on them on the outside. Let's say uh, a son is having a hard time in school and he wants to talk to his dad. If he can't send an email, I guess because he's too young... You may want to write a letter or wait for a call. 
if dad can't call him and he writes a letter and then the letter is withheld, it puts a strain, an unnecessary strain on the family. And, you know, it's hard enough on the child that the father is in prison. But the, in the communication like that, it could put undue stress and could cause something to happen within the prison. You know, one of my latest interviews under OxyWord, a woman said that she didn't want to put her child on the stand or get her involved in the uh, process of her uh, arrest and prosecution. And so she had to make a life-changing decision. So family's very, very important. And putting a strain on that communication to me is just like pure evil. Why would anybody do that? And I know the general consensus is you commit a crime, you're going to go to prison, you have to deal with the circumstances. That doesn't mean cruel and unusual punishment. In my opinion, cruel and unusual punishment is keeping a family apart. Imagine getting up in the morning, getting ready, getting in your car, driving off to work, and you get there and your boss says you can't come in. And it's like, why not? No, you've been restricted. You can't come to work. So you're you're pretty much fired. So you go to a restaurant, you know, just get a bite to eat and try to think things over and you can't go in the restaurant. You're not allowed to come in here. You know, you're going to feel discriminated against. And you're going to feel like an outcast. You know, it's going to have an effect on you to be cut off from everything. Now, imagine if uh, you're driving down the road and a police officer pulls you over and says you're speeding... You know, and you say, okay, you know, I'll pay this fine and stuff. And you go to see the judge and then you're condemned for life. That where you can't uh, talk with your family. You can't send emails. You can't make telephone calls. You can't write letters. You have to live in isolation. You know, all because you were speeding. And you already paid the fine. You already took care of it. But you're still paying the price. And... We'll never really know what it feels like to be cut off like that unless you get arrested and put in prison. And hopefully you'll never be arrested for something you didn't do and you're put in jail or in prison as an innocent person. But that gives you an idea of what these folks are feeling, you know, what could possibly be going through their mind. And for me, my fiance's locked up. And they're constantly pressuring her. You know, being a prison advocate, I'm constantly fighting them. And they're constantly retaliating. And for me, I can handle it. But for her, it's tough. You know, she says, you don't know what I'm going through. And I don't. 
So it's best just to kind of lay low. Because they can put a delay in the process, but they can't stop it. They can never stop the rebellion. They can never stop people who want justice, who want equality, dignity, respect. These are good things. These are good qualities. These are morals. You can't stop people from wanting that. So government agencies that are under constant watch need to be careful. And one way to protect their incompetence, their lack of uh, procedure, their failure to follow laws and policy, one way to stop that is to expose it, to constantly draw attention to that. Because wouldn't it be easier just to fix the problem instead of hiding it? At least to me, that would be it. That's the way I would handle it. But I guess not. Doesn't work for everybody. Well, I hope uh, you don't get yourself into a situation like this. But if you do fight, don't let government agencies rule your life. You know, you you have independence. You can fight. Now, if you're wrong, you have to accept it. You know, and if you're in the minority, you have to accept it. But if there's an injustice going on, if there's something that's really affecting your your life, your lifestyle, and, you know, blocking your loved one from communicating with you is, is one of those then it's time to speak up, you know, explain your situation to folks and and get a team together. And when they start talking and others start talking, you know, my base grows because of word of mouth. So don't think you're minor in that you don't have a big say in this. You do. And there are other people out there who think the way you do. And if you really, truly believe in it, go for it. Why, why, Why not? I mean, you could think of the worst scenario and just how you're going to deal with it. And then if and when it comes, you'll be ready to face it head on. So go out, have yourself a wonderful day, and make fantastic memories for tomorrow.